Welcome back to Thinking About It. I'm Pastor Bob McGregor with a good friend of mine and of our church and of the gospel, Javid Javid. He's uh, in our studio today. And uh, I've asked Javid a long time ago to enter into our our thinking about it, and he's finally agreed to come with his uh, time schedule. Uh, And Javid, uh, let's get right into this. Uh, You have a a significant, by the grace of God, uh, ministry among um, Afghani people who are all over the world, yep. and uh, God is doing an amazing thing on your watch, and we just wanted to talk about that. So let's jump in with this question. What is the condition of the Afghan church today? Uh, Pastor Bob, it's my privilege to be with you, and uh, um, as I'm thinking about the church in Afghanistan, I remember First Peter chapter 1, verse 1, uh, when we see this exile the scatteredness, and this is what it is right now in Afghanistan. Uh, after the Taliban took over, uh, a lot of people, they flee the country, they left the country, and there were a lot of believers who left Afghanistan. And you know, in the country where there is no visible church, if they find out that you are a follower of Jesus, you could lose your life because of so that. So before, the, like, we don't know a lot about Afghanistan. So are you saying that before the Taliban swept in, there was a, a visible church, a pretty healthy church? Mm, we never had a visible church in Afghanistan. All what we had uh, was uh, underground churches. Okay, I see. So there were believers. Um, God blessed this country with, with, with a lot in the last 20 years or 25 years. Uh, but we did not have any visible church in Afghanistan, and we don't have it yet. Okay. And just so this, for the sake of our listeners, uh, you are an Afghan. I am an Afghan. I was born in Afghanistan in Kabul. My wife, she's a follower of Jesus. She was born in Kabul, Afghanistan. And as a family, we love the Lord and we follow Jesus as our Lord and Savior. And the Lord has uh, put you in a place where you you have this uh, enormous voice uh, that speaks to the Afghan diaspora. And so I'm interested in hearing uh, what is the condition now of the church now that it's it's spread out like this. How are you uh, helping them? Uh, how are they progressing? Can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, Yeah, they left Afghanistan, but the Lord didn't leave them alone, (laughs) I would say, because uh, right now we are in touch uh, with many of them who who are in uh, different countries. We are in touch with them in Europe. We are in touch with uh, some of those leaders in U.S. and and other Arab countries, uh, Abu Dhabi, because a lot of them, they they left, uh, they were evacuated from Afghanistan to those countries. Uh, so we are in touch with them, and we are trying our best just to um, help them to understand that this is a transition and how they can deal with this deep transition that took place uh, because they were not ready. People were not ready for the coming of the Taliban. Uh, so we are in touch with them. We are encouraging them. Uh, we are trying to prepare some uh, programs for trauma radio programs and also some teachings that we could work with these leaders because these leaders are in touch with those who are inside the country. So we are passing that uh, uh, training 
and knowledge to them so they can deal with trauma. Okay, so you're not just uh, giving good news over the radio. You're actually part of the organization uh, yes. of the church. And uh, so tell us how it's organized. Uh, yeah, we are Pamir Ministries. Uh, we are working under umbrella of OM. And then uh, Pamir Ministries, what we do is radio programs. We have TV programs. If you go to hopeforafghans.com, you can see what we have, what we offer to the people of Afghanistan. So we are doing the radio programs. Also, we are doing discipleship. And also we are doing follow-up because we are doing radio programs and TV programs, social media programs. People, they contact us, they call us, or they write us. They want to know more about Jesus, and they want to know why we accepted the Lord. Uh, so that's how we do follow-up with them. And then those who want to know more, we connect them with second level of follow-up that we call. So they will go through these uh, Bible studies. They can learn more. And then that's how we are in touch with many believers inside the country. And as you know, you prayed for us. So we did a lot of traveling, visiting people, visiting Afghan believers inside the country and also outside of the country. Okay, so um, I understand this. And uh, we all know that leadership matters. It's very important. And you have something to do with leadership there, too. Uh, Explain that to us. Um, uh, For us, what is important always, this is what we taught the leaders who are leading small home groups and also small home churches, Christ, character, community, calling, competency. These are five C's that is important, and that's what we are teaching leaders. If you are leading a church, if you want to serve the Lord, it's important to have Christ in your life. You ha- you, your testimony matters. Your life matters. Is really Jesus in your life? Do mm-hmm. you really follow him as your Lord and Savior? And then character. We work with leaders so they would have biblical characters. They would love Jesus. They would have, a, so people can see Christ in them. And then, as I said, community. Community is not just that community outside of your home. Mm-hmm. Your home is your community mm-hmm. and your neighborhood is your community. How you can build reputation as a follower of Jesus in your community. So then you have to have calling so you can serve the Lord. You can't just come and say, I want to do things where you don't have the calling from the Lord. So we help them to hear that from the Lord and, and know that they have calling to serve uh, the Lord. And then we help them with competency. How a leader lives, how he can teach the Bible, how he can understand the Bible so he can teach. So, yeah. So that's the the broad strokes of a curriculum. Uh, how, how long would it take a leader to master all those C's? Um, people are different, uh, Pastor Bob. Uh, some people, they grow really quickly. Um, as you see them, you can see a change in their lives. And for some other people, it takes a little bit more time. So, um, yeah, it, it's not uh, not everybody goes <laughs> and one. Because we think here of going to Bible college after four or five, six years, you're done, you're ready to go. Uh, it's not quite like that. No, no. These are home churches. And uh, we record the church and the home programs, um, radio programs, dramatized radio mm-hmm. programs. Mm-hmm. 
And that helps the leaders to know how the church functions because we never had, as I said, a visible church. So people were asking, what is the church? What should we do? How the church functions? So we recorded many radio programs, dramatized radio programs, and we played the church. And actually, <laughs> when we came to baptism, we baptized our son, I don't know, four or five times in our bathtub just to get the sound effect. It wasn't okay. <laughs> so, so people would know what is the baptism and all that. So are it, in these little house gatherings, would there be like 15 people? Um, five, ten people usually, but there are some bigger okay. groups, maybe up to 15, but usually they are small groups. Okay, and, the, and one of them would be the leader in process, yeah. doing as best as best she can, yeah. but leading uh, this small group and becoming a pastor. Um, the servant of the church. Um, the names and positions are a little bit, okay, if you're a pastor, you could be targeted easily. Wow. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's it's better um, for them. They say we serve the church. We are the. It's not a bad idea, you know. <laughs> we yeah. should we should all love that. Not only would it protect us from extra persecution, but it would keep us humble. Absolutely, exactly. So, can you um, share with us how many uh, of these small groups that there are? I mean, I don't know. Maybe you don't know what there are, but give us a sense of the the volume of that. Uh, Pastor Bob, when we um, started announcing a number on our radio program, Sound of Life radio programs on Sadai Zendegi, we announced that number. So uh, we wanted just to test if people are really listening to these radio programs. And then it was 12, 13 years ago when one person called and we were celebrating, we were jumping and we were praising the Lord. And now we have over 10,000 IDs, numbers that people called on our radio programs, TV programs, and now social media is booming. So I don't really know. We don't really know how many churches. That's why I don't want to give any number, how many small home churches. Mm -hmm. But there are, I can say, there are many small home churches um, inside the country, but also outside of the country and diaspora. I know you travel every once in a while overseas uh, where there's a, a concentration of uh, Afghan believers. And is that, what do you do when you go to Europe, for instance? Uh, we are uh, having conferences for the believers and we are teaching from the Bible. And also we want these believers to reach out to those who are inside the country. Because each one of them, they have a family member. Right. Their families, brothers, uncles, we are coming from big families. So we have conferences so that we could build up these believers. And so they can be salt and light through the phone, through connections inside the country with the families, with the friends. Do you imagine that there will be a day when a number of these leaders will go back into Afghanistan and uh, build the church or become leaders in the church? Is that part of your thinking? Absolutely, absolutely. I was one of uh, those Afghans who accepted the Lord. And, and 
it's my joy, it's my honor um, that I serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. And it's not just me. There are so many other Afghans who are serving the Lord. And I pray and I know that there are, there are money in the future that they would go you back know, and serve Javid, the Lord. You, you come from a, a strict Muslim background. And when I first met you, I said, well, you're a rare bird. Muslims don't come to Jesus. It's the hardest group to reach. We don't hear about that, Pastor Bob. Well, so what's many. happening? Are you finding that there's a, a an openness to the gospel among Muslims now more than ever, or is it the same? I would say this is uh, a beautiful time that the people are searching more for God. And praise the Lord that, uh, that there are translations of the Bible in many different languages, and I can testify that there are so many people, as soon as they read the Bible, they see the love of God, they experience the love of God, and there are so many who give their lives to Christ. But because of the persecution, what we do, we don't share much because they're inside the country. Um, and it's not just about, uh, again, I don't share the numbers, I'm being careful, but the Lord is doing amazing thing about in the Muslim world, especially with Afghans. Well, um, there was a time when we wouldn't know any Muslims, but even here in our own city and around the cities of the world, there are large populations of uh, Muslims who come, and it seems to me that uh, they're open to the gospel if we would, in faith, just embrace them and love them and uh, open the Word of God. And we, we shouldn't be afraid of that, but these are great opportunities for us. Uh, this is an opportunity to, to love these Muslims who came to this beautiful country, to show them the love of Jesus, embrace them, become their families, become their Amen. brothers. They, uh, they left their families. They miss them so much. Amen. And we can, can become their families and show them the love of Jesus. So, uh, just before we go, how can they get more information about what you're doing? What was that uh, web address that you gave us? For Afghans, they can go to hopeforafghans.com and they can listen to all our radio programs and watch our TV programs that we have and also social media. They can go and see all that. Um, so, yeah. Okay, well, Javid, Javid? Thank you for joining us on Thinking About It. If you want to know more, you can contact us or go to that website. Until then, thanks for thinking about it with us. And I'm Bob McGregor here with Javid Javid, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you. 